Hello friends, welcome to the teaching called Protein Synthesis. Did you know that you become what you think about? Let me say that again. You become what you think about. It says in Proverbs 23:7 that as a man thinks within his heart, so is he. As a man thinks deep within his heart, so he becomes. If I meditate on God and his word, I become more like God and his word. Before I became a Bible believer, I thought about myself and how I could get my needs met. I rarely thought of others and doing things for others. What I thought about, junky music, self-centered people, ease, comfort, pleasure, they all led to death of some sort, dysfunction and illness and sickness. That type of thinking brought me to rock bottom. Thankfully, I found that Jesus was the rock at the bottom. But when I became a Bible believer, it satisfied my soul because as I dwelt on God and his ways, I started to act like him. I started to care about others. When I was a brand new Christian, I went out and signed up to be a kidney donor. I figured I had two good ones and someone else could use one of mine to save their life. And that was really radical for me. God is a giver and a blesser. And as I read his word, I became like him. I started donating my time to, to help people. I washed windows. I mowed lawns. I handed out food to the homeless. This concept of becoming like what you dwell on isn't just biblical. It's scientific. It's a concept called protein synthesis. As we dwell on thoughts in our short-term memory to the point of them becoming part of our long-term memory, something happens at the cellular level. Those thoughts actually become part of our cells, which become part of our tissue. Let me give you an example. I first heard of this concept years ago in college, probably about 30 years ago. One of my professors told the story of a young man who died who was an avid ice climber. One of his organs was donated to another young man who had never ice climbed a day in his life. But after his new organ was successfully transplanted, he experienced an urge to go ice climbing. Now, stories like this and many others reveal the existence of quote-unquote memory in the tissues of our bodies, not just in our, in our heads, in our brains. Likewise, as we dwell on things, they can be conveyed to the cellular level over time. When I read the Bible, the author of the Bible, who is also my, my Heavenly Father, he allows a process to take place within me to make me like him. Did you get that? Doesn't that blow your mind? As I read the Bible, I become like its author. <laughs> In other words, we are made up of that which we think about, words becoming flesh. Does that sound familiar? John 1, 1. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. John 1, 14. And the Word became flesh and dwelt among us. What does that mean? It means that God, in his great love and mercy, created a written instruction, instruction manual. The Torah that the Jews read on scrolls for generations had been created in human form. Instead of reading the word of God, they could now meet him and 
interact with him. Jesus is our instruction manual. Much more, his Holy Spirit, and if you read Romans chapter 8, specifically verse 9, gives us an addendum for how to live out the Torah, otherwise known as the New Testament. It says in Acts 10.38 that Jesus as a man walking around in the flesh went about doing good and healing all who were oppressed of the devil. And the Bible, which is Jesus in written form, can do the same. The Bible, Jesus in written form, can help us to be healed and delivered. So get this spiritual tool in your tool belt. Study, meditate, and memorize the Word of God. Be careful what you dwell on, what you, what your senses take in. Just as we become like God when we dwell on Him and His Word, we can also take on the traits of the enemy. When we are wronged, we need to forgive. When we are hurt, slandered, and abused, we need to separate the person who has hurt us from their sin. We need to forgive them and then move on. Otherwise, our bodies can become dump, a dumping ground as a result of stinking thinking. Remember, as a man thinks within himself, so is he. Here are some key scriptures that have helped me immensely during difficult circumstances. Memorize one of these each day or even each week. You don't have to memorize all of the Bible tomorrow. Don't bite off more than you can chew. Remember, as you meditate on these verses, it will be like enjoying a nice meal. Take time to savor it. Let it ruminate in your mind as you go about your day. Let the words marinate within your soul. As you do, the words of God will become like an internal washing machine. Then, speak it out loud as a proclamation. Remember, we are made in the image of God. He created, and he still creates by speaking. As we learned earlier, our words have power. Put them to work to change you and your circumstances. Okay, ready? Here we go. When I lack confidence, I speak Philippians 4.13. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. When I feel attacked by the enemy, I speak Isaiah 54.17. No weapon formed against me shall prosper, and every tongue that rises against me I will condemn. This is the heritage of the servants of the Lord, and their righteousness is from me, says the Lord. When the devil tells me I'm nothing or no good, I declare that I am seated in heavenly places, according to Ephesians 2.6. In other words, in the spirit realm, I'm not down here on earth begging God. I'm seated next to him, commanding the devil to leave me alone. And then I declare that I am the righteousness of God in Messiah Jesus, according to 2 Corinthians 5.21. When I'm plagued by guilt and condemnation, I remind the enemy of Romans 8.1, Therefore, there is now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. In other words, I'm not worthy of being condemned. Only Satan is worthy of being condemned. If I'm feeling overwhelmed by life, I speak Deuteronomy 28.13. And the Lord will make you the head and not the tail. You shall be above only and not beneath, if you heed the commandments of the Lord your God. In fact, I make this a declaration. I am the head and not the tail. I am above and not beneath. 
When I'm feeling sad or confused, I declare, the kingdom of God is righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Spirit. That's Romans 14, 17. When I'm afraid, I declare 2 Timothy 1.7, God has not given me a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and of a sound mind. And then I tell fear to get lost. The Bible says of itself that the word of God is living and powerful, sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the division of soul and spirit, of joints and marrow, and is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. The Bible will do what you need it to do. It is able to get to the root cause of every single one of your problems. And as you read it, it's going to read you back and you are going to become like its author. God bless you, friends. We'll be praying for you.